0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Main Street Finance Podcast. I am of course Alex, your host, and this week we are going to tackle another common personal finance debate. Which should you do first? Save for your retirement or save for your children's college education? You're listening to the Main Street Finance Podcast where we take the Wall Street bull by the horns to help you achieve your financial goals. Whether it's budgeting, investing, or financial independence, we tackle the big questions in the pursuit of financial literacy. And now, your host. All right, so I have been harping pretty consistently lately that quite a lot of these common personal finance debates are mostly a competition between the mathematically superior option and the psychologically superior option. This one is a bit of an exception to that rule. In fact, this one is, I think, very unique in how it's approached. The nature of this question that gets far more reach than it should is what I call the guilt factor. Now, by guilt factor, I mean that somehow this question gets morphed into Do I be selfish and say for me to have a big fancy retirement, or am I going to doom my kids to a lifetime of student loan payments? Now, I don't know how this whole nonsense got started, but I'm going to tell you right now that this one isn't really much of a personal finance debate. In fact, there's almost a unanimous agreement amongst people who talk about personal finance regularly about what is the right answer. The correct answer here is to prioritize saving for your own retirement. Now, I can imagine what a few of you may or may not be thinking. I'd be willing to bet it's somewhere between, Alex, you're selfish, and, well, of course you'd say that, Alex, you don't have any kids. Well, I can understand that on this subject, maybe I'm missing a certain angle of the question. So, for those people, I went and I did a little bit of extra research to see if I can borrow someone else's credibility. I went ahead and I did some digging into the websites for Dave Ramsey, Kiplinger, Charles Schwab, NBC, The Motley Fool, NerdWallet, and SavingForCollege.com, and all of them either flat out say that saving for your own retirement should be a higher priority, or that you should try to save for both, but with special emphasis on saving for retirement. So now that I've made my position clear, it is now my responsibility to present a logical argument to defend that position. Well, let's go ahead and start one of my favorite literary devices, a good old metaphor. When it comes to the question of saving for retirement versus your kid's education, the situation is a wonderful example of putting on an oxygen mask when on an airplane. So before every flight in the US, and I would imagine around the world, the stewardesses and stewards give the standard safety briefing. One part of this is that in the event that oxygen masks deploy in the cabin, you should always secure your own mask before trying to help someone else with theirs. The purpose of this is that If you're helpless yourself, how are you going to help others? Another way to look at it, especially from the financial perspective, is to make sure that you are helping someone from a stable financial position and not trying to help someone stand up while you're sitting on a unicycle. Sure, student loans suck, but what sucks worse is being in a position where you don't have enough saved for retirement because you gave most of your savings to a university and then you have to turn around and depend on your kids to support you in retirement. If that's the situation, this whole exercise turns into a, well, let's give the kids an easy time now when they're between 18 and 30, but then they have to pay it back with interest once I reach retirement age and it's their turn to support me. NerdWallet actually did a survey and found that 23% of parents expected for their kids to provide them with some sort of financial support after they retire. From that same study, it was found that 16%, or 1 in 6 millennial parents surveyed, said that they expect their children to provide financial support for at least 30% of their retirement costs. So, besides my not-so-quick metaphor, my first reason for why you should prioritize your retirement savings over your kid's college fund is that you are endangering something that is mandatory in order to support something that is optional. Now, what I mean by that is this. If you're not planning to die early, you are likely going to have a retirement. Meanwhile, your kids may not even want to go to college. Now, this is a side note, but Americans have been indoctrinated for decades now that college equals success or college equals higher salary. But study after study is disproving these notions. Not to say that it's false all the time, but it is getting harder and harder for these statements to remain true with the rising costs of college, just to get a median salary. Most of the trades careers make excellent money with no college required. There may be some requirement for a trade school, but those costs are much lower than a traditional college. Your kids could easily become a carpenter, electrician, ironworker, plumber, HVAC technician, or welder, and have an excellent salary and plenty of growth opportunity. The point here is that your kids don't need to go to college. They may not even want to go to college. Not to get political here, but there have been lots of waves in the US government recently about totally reforming how college is paid for and the student loan system. Now, if you have faith that these are gonna happen and that these changes are beneficial for your kids, then you're definitely better off saving for retirement. My next point is that college students have far more opportunities to get their costs lowered than retirees have of getting their cost of living lowered. College students can lower their college costs by living at home, working a part-time job, work for the university, getting scholarships, and getting grants. It is utterly possible that you can save for years for your kid's college education, only for them to end up getting a full-ride scholarship. And then if you used a 529 savings plan, then you have to take a penalty to pull that money out of the account and add it to your retirement accounts. Meanwhile, your only support when you get to retirement might be Social Security, Medicaid, and let's say the AARP. With some of those being government programs, keep in mind that those are liable to change wildly before you get a chance to even start claiming benefits. Another thing to consider is that money in a qualified retirement account, such as a 401k, 403b, 457, or IRAs, are not counted when your kids are being evaluated for financial aid. And if those funds are in traditional accounts, your taxable income for the last couple of years would have been lower than what it would have been, which might also help them get a grant or a scholarship. So you saving for your own retirement can actively help them pay for college. With all that in consideration, my position is this. If you can only save for one or the other, I would say put all of your money towards retirement. Your kids may have to get student loans, but I would argue if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely listening or reading other sources of financial content. And if that's the case, you and your kids are playing the game of life with more financial literacy than 90% of college students. If you can just sit down with your kids, open a free online college calculator, and show them the math, you are going to this college for a degree in this, and you want to live on campus for all four years. Okay. So you are gonna graduate with this much college debt. This means that your student loan payments are gonna be this much per month. The average salary for the career field you've chosen is this. I think that if you sit down with each of your kids and put the numbers in front of them, they're going to be more careful with their choices in regards to college. Maybe after seeing those numbers, they change their mind to maybe go to a state university that's closer to home. Maybe they decide to live at home instead of getting an apartment in their college town. Maybe they decide to work for the school as a resident advisor in the dorm so that way they can live on campus for free. Maybe they work harder just to find out more scholarships and grants that they can qualify for. Maybe they completely change their major because they see how hard their financial life will be after graduation with their current plan. I would argue that the absolute best thing you could do for your kids with regards to college is to take two hours, sit down with each of them, and talk about these subjects. Armed with the knowledge they would gain from that conversation, they will likely save tens of thousands of dollars. Meanwhile, in saving for retirement instead, you are guaranteeing them a future in which they will not have to take care of you in retirement, which I would argue is a larger burden than student loans would be. To put all this in perspective, remember this. College in America typically lasts four years and can cost, on average, about $100,000. Your retirement can last between 10 and 30 years and cost upwards of a million dollars, which do you think needs more attention with regards to your savings? So, that is my take on the save for retirement versus saving for college dilemma. Now, I do need to make a note here. Nothing in this episode was said in order to convince you not to save for your kid's college. My position is that you shouldn't prioritize college savings over your retirement. If you have the resources to do both, go for it. I got no problems with that. If you're listening to this episode and maybe you don't have kids yet, I'd say this. Try and get your retirement savings rate to 25% while you don't have kids. Once you have them, maybe drop your retirement savings to 15%, and then you can put that other 10% towards college savings. That way, you are not saving more than you were used to, and those years of saving 25% should provide a solid foundation that will continue compounding even after you drop your retirement savings rate. Personally, I think that is an excellent compromise for anyone who can swing a 25% savings rate. Alrighty, so if you enjoyed today's show or you have a bone to pick with me about something I've said, Feel free to shoot me an email. That is going to be Main Street Finance, Mainstfinance, at gmail.com, or you can send me a tweet at Main Street Money. If you have ideas for future topics you'd like my opinion on, feel free to shoot those over too. If you like my content, please leave me a review as it helps the podcast gods know that I have some at least semi-decent content out there. Thank you all for tuning in, and I'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Finance Podcast. Have a question on today's topics or have suggestions for future episodes? Send an email to mainstfinance at gmail.com. Sharing is caring. So if you learned something new and useful today, make sure you share with friends and family. Don't forget to like and subscribe to be notified of new episodes. For demonstrations and more examples, be sure to check out the YouTube channel. We'll see you next time.